Welcome to Rollin' with Ungayo, a travelogue with weed. Join us every week as intrepid chronosaur Ungayo Bilam talks about life from the road. Every week brings a new city. Every week is a new adventure. Every week three are buses to take, foods to eat, friends to make, ideas to share, and joints to smoke. All that and dessert first. And now, here he is, the globetrotter of ganja, the dank diplomat, the bard of buds, Ungayo Bilam. And here we are. Good morning to you. Good evening. Morn, morning. Whatever you're doing. That's how we start the show. This is Rolling with Ungayo right here on CannabisRadio.com and iTunes and Stitcher and iHeartRadio and in your hearts and in your cars and next to your weed pile. Um, my name's Ungayo Bilam. I'm the host and sole proprietor of rolling with Ungayo. I'd like to thank Zach, my engineer and producer, for being fucking awesome. All right, let's get it going. Uh, as usual, we start with dessert first. And, you know, I can't really recall any desserts I had this week. I don't know if I did or not. I went out a couple times, but I think I didn't have room for dessert. So I think we're going to discuss the philosophy of dessert first. Here's the thing, man. In these uncertain times, and, and I've learned this from Ed Rosenthal, from De- Debbie Goldsberry, from the workers on the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know if I've discussed this before, but back in the day when they were building the Golden Gate Bridge – the workers would show up, and they would all eat the desserts out of their lunch boxes first, and then they would go to work. Because that way, even if you fell off the bridge, at least you had dessert. Right? So that's kind of my philosophy. So sometimes, a lot of times, you should eat dessert first because you don't know what happened. What could happen? A car could come crashing into the restaurant. Uh, anything. Somebody could have a stroke. You don't know. So enjoy life. Have some sweets. Back in the day when I was a... a Healthier, well, I wouldn't say healthier eater, more ravenous, able to eat more food. Uh, I would often, if we went to some place known for their desserts, like say Marie Calendars. And here's another thing: I've stopped making fun of people from small towns. If you're from a small town and you think that Olive Garden is the best Italian food you've ever had, or you're a big fan of the Marie Calendars, I'm no longer mad at you because I understand choices and options and then maybe you haven't been exposed to some things uh so come to the big city and we'll take you to some better places but when we would go to places like marie calendars and whatnot uh, i was well known for ordering a slice of pie as an appetizer and then a reasonably healthy entree and then another slice of pie for dessert because you never know what might happen and those guys have good pie so you might as well have two slices while you're there. Okay, so that's the philosophy on that. And let's talk travel. I'm actually in San Francisco right now. It's a glorious, uh, crisp winter's day. The sun is out. We've had a shit ton of rain, which is great, but I don't think uh, there's been too much property damage or nothing, and we needed to get out of the drought. Uh, And uh, this last week, last Friday, I guess we can go back, 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 back. So last Friday, we went to the uh, Edwardian Ball which is a it's supposed to be like a Edward Gorey theme if you know Edward Gorey from the Gashly Crumb Tinies uh it's kind of gothically darkly humorous and whatnot my favorite one from the Gashly Crumb Tinies is in is for Neville who died of ennui which means he was literally fucking bored to death and I think we can all 
understand that sometimes. Maybe not in this particular year because I feel like <laughs> there's enough excitement and things to do and fascists to fight if you've been paying attention to the first three or four days of the Trump presidency. Uh, whoo, there's shit to work on, man. And thanks to everybody who went out to the, the, uh, women's March, which was fantastic. I got to say, uh, a little quick story. Um, we had a show Sunday and my boy, Mike was, uh, low key giving a black woman a hard time about now. see, he had asked the crowd, you know, who went to the March and he asked this woman, when you go to March. She said, no, I went to lunch and he almost tried to give her a hard time. And then I went on stage and was like, man, you can't give a black woman a hard time for not going to the, to the women's March, man, black people, black women, especially been marching in the streets. Well, white people have been at brunch for decades, for decades. So I feel she was completely justified in taking the day off. And if you think about it, if they had the big old women's March, uh, the brunch places would be empty. So that's the perfect time to go to brunch and you don't have to stand in line. And your mimosas can be bottomless. So prosper, flourish for the culture. That's what I was thinking. Back to the Edwardian ball. It was a uh, hell of fun. Everybody, you know, everybody dresses up in their, uh, not quite Victorian era, but Edwardian era costumes. Think like Adam's family style. Think like uh, a series of unfortunate events kind of looks, right? Long coats, skinny pants, uh, Lots of top hats and everything's got a little steampunk vibe. So there's goggles, goggles everywhere. You know, that's the thing with steampunk. I think that's what designates steampunk goggles and gear wheels, gears, gears. Um, but it was pretty cool. Maybe a little too much of the burning man and not enough of the Edwardian, right? It wasn't really, well, say like time specific there's a lot of anachronisms which was great i think next year if i go i'm gonna wear a star trek costume <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'd be one of those nerds you know those nerds who show up in the in the star trek costumes and uh, at the ren fair and walk around you know fascinating you dress like a klingon and then you walk around uh, okay that's just fun to me is that just fun to me and and certain various nerds some of you know will know exactly what I'm talking about. Some of you will just think that I'm a nutter. Well, why would you wear your Star Trek costume to the Edwardian Ball? Because there's always a Star Trek episode where they get stuck in gangster times or whatever. At least old school Star Trek. New Star, I don't know what the new Star Star Trek does. Okay, so and uh, if they, they're doing another Edwardian Ball, I recommend it, by the way. They were great bands and good drinks and uh lots of circus acts and as a former juggling nerd i'm a big fan of circus acting <laughs> and since ringling brothers barbara and bailey circus is uh i actually almost applied to there one time but um they seem to have some policies against marijuana this was the late 80s as a fervent marijuana -er, marijuanero Marinero, Los Marinero, as a as a sauced water activist, I couldn't uh, reconcile my love of wanting to be a clown with uh, not smoking weed. So I'm saying support the Edwardian Ball is what I'm saying. They're doing one in New Orleans. I bet that one's going to be the shit. So if you're out in New Orleans, look it up. Look up the Edwardian Ball and go and uh, tell everyone I said hello, even though I don't really know anyone there. But just tell them I said hi, and then they'll just look at you like, oh, yeah, one guy, all that. Guy, I, sure. 
but it was hella fun, even though you can't smoke weed inside. It was at the Regency Ballroom, which was like, I'd only been to the Regency Ballroom. So, okay, when I was a kid in San Francisco, the Regency Ballroom had been transformed from a ballroom into just a movie theater. So I'd been there a million times to see all kind of films, Empire Strikes Back, uh, E.T., whatever, all the all those old 80s and 90s, 80s, mostly 80s films. Shut down for a while. Now they're back as a concert venue. And I saw... Census fail there a few months ago. And that was great, except for my. It was super packed and hot in there, and I had a. Uh, I hadn't really eaten all day, and then I smoked some weed, and then I was just hot and flushed and kind of panicky, so I didn't stick around for some forty-one. But Census fail was great, and I went to Tommy's Joint down on Venice Street and had the buffalo chili and some brisket, and I felt much better. So now, yeah, that's the thing. Like, if you think you're too high and you start to feel weird, have something. Have some water. Have some food. Boom. Problem solved. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about more things we did this week and other things like that and fun and love right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. Do you want to get in on the booming cannabis industry? With new frontier data, we give industry insiders the power of big data analytics to help navigate this rapidly growing and changing landscape. New Frontier's tools help you make critical decisions based on the facts. Our industry analyst reports reveal the best opportunities. Our custom research engagements deliver answers to the most difficult questions. And our cutting-edge big data platform, Equio, puts real-time information and answers you need right at your fingertips. Go to www.equio.io and sign up for your free membership today. That's EQUIO.io to sign up now. The power of real time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is him pink, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Every strain, every sale, every medical study. Keep it right here on the Cannabis Radio Network. Rollin' with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. All right. Rollin' with Ungayo. Rollin', rollin', rollin'. Right? It's me, Ungayo Bilam, natural-born chiller. I'm on a nationwide chilling spree right now. Stop me before I chill again. 
So we discussed the Edwardian ball. We talked about the philosophy of dessert first. We should get into some more marijuana-themed things. Uh, oh, wait, before we do that, I went to a burlesque show also in Sacramento this week. Uh, my former roommates, the Sizzling Sirens, had their what is purported to be their final show. Who knows if they're going to be like the Rolling Stones or like the Who. And this is the final show until maybe five years from now. And then we're going to do another reunion final show. But um, it was a good time. It was a great show. Except there was this one young, drunk man, young white man, drunk and loud. And he sees me and he walks over to me. He's like, man, you look just like Mac Dre. And I'm like, I never, uh, I never, no one's ever told me that I look like Mac Dre. Listen, I'm a black man with dreadlock and I'm wearing a baseball cap, but I'm pretty sure I don't look like Mac Dre. His nose, the late great Mac Dre, by the way, uh, Thizzle Dizzle, nascent of Thizlam. You speak Thizlamic. You smell me, right? Stupid dumb, hyphy movement. You know where I'm coming from? I'm feeling myself. I don't look anything like Mac Dre. I look maybe a little bit like Two Chains, if you want to go that hard. Like I could be Two Chains' uncle. Uh, back in the day when I didn't have facial hair, I looked a lot like Run from Run DMC. As a matter of fact, I used to dress up like him for Halloween every once in a while. But I look nothing like Mac Dre. But this young drunk kid, man, he just wanted to talk about Mac Dre. You look, have you ever seen Mac Dre? People tell you you look like Mac Dre. You look just like Mac Dre. Man, I love Mac Dre. I'm like, that's great. I'm trying to watch these half naked women shake their pasties. Can you stop talking aloud to me? He kind of did, sort of. I was like, dude, let's just talk after uh, at intermission. He's like, oh, okay. And then um, I ninjally, ninjally, ninja eskly, as in, or like a ninja, avoided him and hid my aura from him whenever I felt he was in my vicinity for the rest of the night. If you don't go to burlesque shows, go to burlesque shows. Burlesque shows are the great way to uh, feel slightly horny in a very positive way. It's all very empowering and fun and creative. And, I, you know, I like performance and dance and boobies. So you can't go wrong with either of those, right? It's all – and booty. There's booty too. There's lots of G-strings. So it's fantastic and a good time for everyone and women-led, which is great. Uh, okay, so there's that. Um, so the, my point is next time you see me, don't, don't be like, man, are you Mac Dre? Or maybe you can, and then we'll see. We'll see if you get these hands or not. <laughs> I also went to an event sponsored by Supernova is a group out of the San Francisco Bay area that is dedicated to increasing opportunities in the cannabis business for women and people of color and women of color. And it was great. It was way better than that hacker hacker lab meetup. I went to the week before this one. And and the thing I liked about it was, I think it was mostly because there were people who had actually been in the industry for a while. So it was, I feel like the networking was better and less desperate you know what i'm saying because a lot of times when you go to these industry association meetings and these business conferences it's cool and the networking is good but i feel like there's a lot of desperation like everybody is so desperate to close their idea or to sell their idea and it doesn't always come across very well so like if you're trying to pitch a thing man try to have some confidence right it's the same thing like when you're out in the clubs trying to get some booty or whatever if you seem desperate or come across as you don't have any other prospects people are going to smell that on you right and they're not going to uh, pick up on your vibe because you're what do they say trying a little too hard as the kids say so keep that in mind but i would like to thank sunshine lincho and her whole team and everybody over there at supernova for creating a space for uh of color and, and women of color and 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 white people too white people are always invited to these things
to come and, uh, and get involved and, and to see what's going on and, and to create connections and opportunities for each other, right? I'm a big fan. Like, you, you know me. We talked about Kwanzaa. I'm a big fan of cooperative economics. And so this is just one of those things. And listen, I know I've been on race a little bit today. But if you've been paying attention to the news in the past few weeks, uh, the question, I guess, right now is, is it morally uh, the right thing to punch a confirmed Nazi? And I come on the side of yes. I come down on the side of yes. And I get everyone's little free speech thing or whatever, but this cat is advocating genocide. He's advocating. advocating genocide against me. He's advocating genocide against my half-Jewish kids. He's advocating genocide against my ex-wife and her whole goddamn family. And uh, we can't have that shit, dog. We can't have it, right? Like, And, and if you know me, if you follow me on the Facebook, uh, you know that I will calmly and politely talk to racists all goddamn day. All goddamn day. I got no problem with your casual run-of-the-mill racist, man. We chopped it up. I've driven by myself all over this country, from Texas to Montana, through Wyoming, through all kinds of places. I've kicked racists all over this place, right? The minute you start espousing genocide, that's the minute we got a problem. You understand? We may come to blows, and that's how it is. And I'm a peaceful person. I don't want to fight, right? I believe, like uh, Brother Bodie from the classic movie Roadhouse, the warrior philosopher Bodie, when he says, no one wins a fight, right? When it comes down to a physical altercation, You've all both lost a little bit, but here it is though. When you're threatening to kill everybody that I know and love, we're going to fucking fight. That's how it goes, man. You can keep that shit to yourself, right? This is, so you are free to have any racist genocidal thoughts you want, but the moment you come out here in a public forum and start advocating killing me directly, dude, we got, you got to get the hands, right? You got to get everybody's hands. And from everybody I talked to, from all my old school punk rock friends who went through this Nazi shit in the 80s and the 90s, from all the Holocaust survivors that I've read, all my homies, families who have talked to me, you can't let them think they have a chance. You understand? These guys are emboldened, right? People are interviewing Richard Spencer like he's the new fucking right? Steve Bannon, uh, a racist and a white supremacist, is a senior advisor in the White House, right? They think they have a chance. You can't let them think they have a chance, dog. We got them outnumbered and we got to shut this shit down now, right? Punching a Nazi in the face now is much better than having to shoot motherfuckers in the street later because that's what it will come to. And I'm not being overly dramatic. Y'all have to pay attention, right? That's all. Okay. So that's probably enough time. Uh, Everybody, that's all. That's all I'm saying, man. Just just pay attention and do the right thing. And I'm not saying that you personally have to punch a Nazi, but uh, I'm saying you don't be against it. Don't be against it. There's a thing called tacit approval, right? You don't, you can come out and be like, well, and, and also like, man, if you punch a Nazi and you go to jail, that's on you, right? I get it. You know, either punch a Nazi and run away or, you know, you got to take a responsibility for your action. I'm, I'm not advocating that you just go out and find random people who look like Nazis either. We're talking about confirmed Nazis, cats who are totally espousing genocide. We can't have that shit. That's where I'm coming from. Um, and I, I don't think that my position is inconsistent with my research and beliefs. We'll be back in a couple minutes right here on Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling with Ungayo needs to roll some commercials from our sponsors. So stay right here. 
CannabisRadio.com proudly presents the newest and greatest podcast in the galaxy, The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. Your insider industry connection to accurate and entertaining information about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. Rolling joints and dropping knowledge about cannabis technology, production, cultivation, and everything in between. The future of legal cannabis has arrived, and we want to give you the real dirt with Chip Baker. Look for new episodes at CannabisRadio.com, TheRealDirt.com, or subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase, and it gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. PayQuick, the safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st at the Colorado Convention Center in Denver. Register now at www.seedtosaleshow.com or 888-409-4418. The NCIA Seed to Sale Show, the largest cannabis business event to be held in Denver, will host over 2,000 cannabis professionals and focus on innovations and technology in cultivation, infused products and extraction, and sales strategies. The show will recognize the best in the industry with the Cannovation and Canatech Awards. Register before January 6th for $100 savings at SeedToSaleShow.com. Use the code RADIO15 for an additional 15% off. Plan your experience now for the NCIA Seed to Sale Show, January 31st and February 1st. SeedToSaleShow.com or 888-409-4418. Maui Wowie. Acapulco Gold, California Kush, our strains stretch everywhere too. This is the Cannabis Radio Network. Rolling with Ungayo is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. You're welcome. Here we go. Rolling with Ungayo. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Though my thumbs are swollen. Oakland Outlaw, everybody. This is Ungayo Bila. You're listening to Rolling with Ungayo. Today we're discussing the philosophy of dessert first, the beauty of anachronisms and steampunk vis-a-vis burner culture and Edwardian society. The Edwardian ball <laughs> makes it sound like a master's thesis. The... Uh, Moral implications of punching a Nazi in his goddamn face, uh, which self-defense, right? If you do, God forbid, if you do go to jail for punching a Nazi, try to get a jury trial and uh, plead self-defense and see if they, uh, if the jury convicts you. Hopefully they won't because uh, the jury is full of right-thinking people. And when I say right, I mean commonsensical, not right wing, because then that would create a whole different set of problems for you. Also, shout out to Supernova and Sunshine out here in San Francisco for creating space for women and people of color in the canistry, cannabis industry, which I guess could be the canistry, which would be like the ministry, right? So instead of becoming a priest or a nun, 
right? Instead of telling your parents, I'm, I'm going away to join the ministry, you'd be like, I'm going away to join the canistry, which is nice. And they'll be like, why would you want to be a can? And you're like, no, you've got it all wrong. It's the danger of homophones. Homonyms, homophones. I'm not uh, homophonic. That would be weird. All right. That's enough stretching words for today. Uh, I got to say, you guys, I've been a little stir crazy because it's been raining. I've been inside a lot. I haven't really been on tour a lot. Uh, and so I'm really looking forward to a bunch of these shows that I have coming up. I'm going to be in uh, Whittier, California this Saturday, the 28th. No, sorry, Santa Ana, California for a uh, marijuana infused wrestling event right so it's like wwe but with weed and me and uh, medicinal mike boris out of vegas and bobby black and a bunch of other cats are going to be there providing commentary and entertainment while these stoned wrestlers uh do their thing so that will be pretty exciting that's on the 28th then on february 17th of course we have the international cannabis business conference March 16th, I have a show like in Lodi or Chico or some shit. It'll be on my website that I don't have, but I'll post it on the Instagram. The end of March, you can see me at Jokers in Richland, Washington for three days, the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Also see me in April, starting like April 2nd, all over parts of Texas. I'll be all over everywhere in certain parts of Texas. Like you can see me in Austin and uh, Laredo and McAllen and maybe even Corpus. I'm trying to set some, uh, some San Antonio and Dallas and maybe some Waco and maybe El Paso in there. But I don't know if I – let me ask you. Should I stay in Texas for 420? Does Texas have a decent 420 celebration or should I come back to the West Coast? And do it up big, or does somebody want to do a big Texas 420 celebration? It's time. It's time for Texas. I still predict that Texas will legalize weed in 2017. I may be wrong, right? Fuck, what do I know? I thought Hillary would win the election. So uh, <laughs> there's that. As usual, you can find me on NGAIO420. That's on the Twitter. That's on the Instagram, that's on the Periscope, and the Snapchat, which I hardly ever use. And uh, I have a fan page on Facebook, which I should pay more attention to. Maybe I will. Send me an email at ngaio420 at yahoo.com if you have questions or comments. I would like to thank Zach again. I'd like to thank everybody at cannabisradio.com. want to thank Chameleon Glass. Use Ungayo 420. See, that's branding, right? Ungayo 420, because there's 419 other Ungayos. I'd like to thank everybody at Chameleon Glass for hooking me up, and my homie Mark at Green Shock for the nice weed. Oh, also, I have another gig. May 6th, we're going to do a May Flowers tasting event, which will be in Carmichael, California. It will be a low... Uh, capacity high ticket affair right all you can smoke all you can eat all you can dab for one price plus entertainment and me in Carmichael California we'll have more information for that uh, in a couple of weeks all right so be cool to each other have fun enjoy yourself drive safe don't smoke and drive never break more than one law at a time and have a wonderful day we'll see you next week right here on Rolling with Ungayo peace
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.